Hello everyone, Lori Haywood Maines with Speak the Word Only. We are here on the series of Psalms 91, The Great Conversation. We are on Psalms 91 verse 3 today, and we will be talking about the snare of the fowler. You can go back to riversgateway.com and look up all my podcasts, Podbean or Amazon, iTunes, Google, uh, several more. So let's look at Psalms 91, verse 3. My first two podcasts are Psalms 91, verse 1, Psalms 91, verse 2, and today is Psalms 91, verse 3. So, surely he shall deliver you. Who is he? That is the Lord. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisance pestilence. So what we are focusing on today is we are going to be discovering that Satan is real. Satan is talked about from Genesis to Revelation. He was there causing the fall of mankind. And in Revelation, Jesus comes on his white horse, hallelujah, and throws him in the fiery lake of um, the, the burning fiery lake for all eternity. So he's even mentioned in Revelation. So he is very real. I am going to prove and show to you and help you understand that of all the attributes of Satan um, to show you that how real he is and how dangerous he is in this earth and also how how to easily um, uh, keep him out of your life and away from your family. So these are very powerful broadcasts or podcasts. So let's look. So Satan, um, he... So Satan sins. That's the first one we're going to take on. Satan sins. Um, <clears throat> let's look at 1 John 3, 8. <clears throat> Who, excuse me. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of Man appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Boom. Satan sins. Okay. Satan is a father. We've heard God is a father, but what about what about this? Satan is a father? Oh yes. In John 8 44, coming from the Master Himself, our Lord Jesus Christ, he says, <clears throat> Yo, he, I believe he's talking to the scribes and the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. And he has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and he is the father of lies. There you go. Satan is a father and Jesus said it himself. Now we're going to go to John 10, 10. <clears throat> Let me find my John 10, 10. Satan comes to kill to steal and to destroy. That is John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus is saying, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. So Satan it kills and he steals and he destroys your life. So what he basically does, <clears throat> if he can come in and kill your joy, then he'll steal your vision and he'll steal your promises, he'll steal your dreams, and then he'll destroy you so that you cannot produce any God's seed in this earth. 
That is his goal right there because he can't stop you from getting born again and he can't stop you from getting saved. So what he's going to try to do is going to try to get in there and kill your joy. Joy is a powerful fruit of the spirit and we've covered that and I will do another series on it, but it's not just an emotion. Joy is the spirit of God. Okay. So Satan's after that joy in you. If he can kill it, then he can steal your dreams and then he's going to destroy your life so that you don't do anything that pleases yourself or, um, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not going to get into that. So Satan schemes. Ephesians 6, 11. Ah, really? Let's listen to this. So Ephesians 6, 11 <clears throat> says, Put on the whole arm, armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Isn't that amazing? He's a schemer and he is good at it. So he, that means he, I don't know if he sits around, but whatever he does, he and his cohorts get together and they scheme. Okay. They put something together to cause you harm, to cause your children harm, to cause your family or our nation or whoever. He is a schemer. Okay. These are real and there's a whole lot more satan looks for the opportunity he looks for opportunity that's my note excuse me and that is in ephesians 4:27 and ephesians 4:27 says and give no opportunity to the devil so satan is looking waiting watching for opportunity to come in and kill, steal, and destroy. Okay? So Satan is the evil one, says 1 John 5.19. We know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Let's read that again. We know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one that's that's huge so he is satan is the evil one says the word of god now we're going to go to <clears throat> satan is darkness ja let's see satan is darkness i gotta find my scripture colossians 1 13 he has delivered us from the domain of darkness. Who is he? That is God. God has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Hallelujah. Satan is darkness or God wouldn't have said he delivered us from the domain of darkness. Huge. Satan is a roaring lion. Lion. Satan roars. He is a roaring lion. 1 Peter 5, 8, 9. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. We're being warned here. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood 
throughout the world. There's a boatload of information in there. Your adversary, he prowls around. That You know, he's a schemer. He's prowling. He's seeking. He's looking. And then the word says, but resist him. How? Firm in your faith. And then know that there's others going through the same thing. Satan powers. Satan, he has powers in the air. Ephesians 2, 2. <clears throat> Here we go. In what, in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. So before we were saved, we were in that same spirit in the works with the sons of disobedience. So in which you once walked, see, following the course of this world. That means they're, they're the sons, we were the sons of disobedience at one time. We were following who? The prince of the power, power of the air. He, Satan has power in the air for the ones who now don't understand how to deal with him. Okay. But if you know how to deal with him, and that's why we're tackling this series is to introduce to you, if you don't know, and if you do know to go deeper, that he is the prince of the power of the air. He has his cohorts there as well, but he has been taken down by the blood of the lamb in the name of Jesus. And when we use that against him, he cannot uh, he cannot destroy us. Okay. So this is not for fear. This is for information. Let's see. Hebrews 12, um, Satan power of death. Hebrews 12. Let me find my, Oh, I went one page too far. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> Hebrews. Here we go. 12, 14. Oh, where is my here's 214 yeah there it is I got it wrong it's 214 Satan is the power of death yes he is the Hebrews 214 says since therefore the children share in flesh and blood he himself likewise partook of the same things that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death that is the devil Bam, there you go. Satan, ruler of this world, is cast out. So that's what I was just mentioning in John 12, 31. It says, now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And that is basically what I just said, that Satan was stopped. He was God of this world and over everyone but when jesus died for each and every one of us and when we receive him as our savior and then learn our and understand how to run off the god of this world he's not the god of this world in your world so therefore he is not the god of this world he's only god of this world for the people that do not understand okay that is so important that you know that um <clears throat> the next one is Satan, ruler of this world. Oh, we just we just covered that. Cast out. Satan's Satan bound. Luke Luke 13:16. Let's take a peek. 
<clears throat> okay, here we go. We're talking about the woman um, that was bound for 18 years. So Satan, Satan binds people, if you will. Um, he bound this woman up with infirmity, with sickness, with disease. And in Luke 13, 16, Jesus said, And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who's Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the seventh day? So that saying is, Satan is the author of disease, not Jesus Christ. And he was trying to convince the Sadducees and scribes and Pharisees that <clears throat> there was a daughter of Abraham standing before them. Should she not be loosed from this bond, on, from this um, disease who Satan bound her with for 18 years? And the reason why he was able to do so, because of um, understanding, okay? So, Jesus is pointing out that Satan is the one that made her sick for 18 years. God is not the author of sickness in any way, shape, or form. It's sickness is from the pit of hell. God will not destroy your body to teach you a lesson. He will not harm your mind to teach you a lesson. He will not make you poor to teach you a lesson. We do that to ourselves by opening up the door for the snare of the fowler. And that's why we're teaching this is because God is not the bad God. He is the good God. He's not the bad guy. He's the good guy. We must, and that's so far we have proven by the word of God, this is not my opinion. So <clears throat> here we go. That's good news, isn't it? It super sets you free to understand who our father really is. Now, I've got to look at where I was. Um, uh, there we go. Mm, Satan's children. Satan has children. <laughs> he sure does. In 1 John verse 3.10, <clears throat> this is what it says. By this, it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. Ouch. Listen to that. Let me read that again. <clears throat> By this, it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil? Now, we're going to look at what those two differences are. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. So, there you have it. And by this, it says it's evident who are the children of the devil. And that is the word of God. I'm not getting into each one of these scriptures or I'm going to be here for about two years. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think you're getting the, the, uh, the, the message here. Satan hinders. Let's go to page five. Satan hinders. One Thessalonians. Oh, I have a problem with that word. Uh, chapter two, verse 18. Here's the word of the Lord. Because we wanted to come to you, I... Paul again and again, but Satan hindered us. So Satan was trying to get, I mean, Paul was trying to get to a location uh, to, to 
to be with the Christians and uh, to preach the word. But guess what? But Satan hindered us. Didn't say Satan stopped them, but Satan hindered. So yes, yeah, Satan can hinder your plans, people. He can hinder if you feel like you know you you run into a wall. It's most likely the enemy hindering you. Okay, so you'll take that to the Father in the name of Jesus and ask Him to show you how to get through that, and He will. He he's he's so good to us. So Satan he shows faults signs and wonders here we go second thessalonians first chapter 2 verse 9 the coming of the lawless one is by the activity of satan with all power and false signs and wonders word of god satan tempts us lack of self-control 1 corinthians 7 5 do not deprive one another except perhaps by agreement for a limited time that you may devote yourself to prayer, but then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. <clears throat> Satan snares. Here we go. Second Timothy 2.26 And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Let's read that again. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. To do his will. He is a deceiver. Satan blinds the eyes of mankind and he blinds the, the minds of mankind. Acts twenty six eighteen. To open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Again, Acts 26, 18. To open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. And that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified sanctified by faith in me. Yes, indeed. Satan stood before God. At one time, he stood before God. And that is in, let me see where I have that one. Mm -hmm. ah, yep, Job 1.6. So, now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. He has stood before God. Okay, Satan has to obey. This is, the, this is a, a beautiful thing here. And that's in Acts, uh, Matthew 4.10, I mean. Okay, then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And then the word says, and he left. Okay, so Satan tempted Jesus three times out in the wilderness, and Jesus defeated him by the word of God. He, he quoted the word back to Satan, and Satan had to leave. Okay, that's how Jesus Christ defeated Satan. He didn't say, 
I want you to leave and I'm Jesus so go he turned around and used the word of God on him and that's what Satan obeyed so Satan will and must obey it's good stuff isn't it I got to check my time because I am doing a massive <laughs> I'm doing a massive we have nine minutes I'm doing a massive teaching in a very short amount of time okay <clears throat> page seven we are at um satan the accuser satan is an accuser oh boy revelations twelve ten. and i heard a loud voice in heaven saying now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our god and the authority of his christ have come for the accuser of our brother brothers has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our god satan is an accuser satan has a kingdom yes he does luke eleven eighteen. and if satan also is divided against himself how will his kingdom stand for you say that i cast out demons by belzebul that was when jesus was being accused and they were saying you're doing this by satan you are calling him basically uh evil if you will and he was saying if you divide your kingdom then it's going to fall so he was telling them if satan is divided against himself how will his kingdom stand so satan has a kingdom <clears throat> satan and snares satan and snares we are going to 1 timothy 3 7 moreover he must be well thought of by outsiders so that he may not fall into disgrace into the snare of the devil and we've talked about that <clears throat> that that's the that's the whole verse on psalms 91 3 the snare of the fowler we've, we've already read two scriptures about that and it's also in the book of proverbs uh satan defeated by god uh revelations 20 7 through 10 <clears throat> and when the thousand years are ended satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations that are out of the four corners of the earth gog and magog to gather them for battle their number is like the sand of the sea and they marched up over the brood plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints in the beloved city but fire came down from heaven and consumed them and the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet were and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever hallelujah man that makes me happy doesn't that make you happy how can you not get happy hearing all this we are so incredibly incredibly blessed satan demands satan is a demander he demands luke twenty two thirty one. simon simon look satan demanded to have you this is jesus talking to peter simon simon behold satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat but i have prayed for you that your faith may not fail and you have turned again strengthen your brothers so see satan it, he demands he was he went to jesus and was demanding for peter and god and satan may come to you and demand your child or demand your husband or demand something or someone but you say no 
and you pray and you ask the Lord for their protection or for whatever you whatever it is in the name of Jesus and he will give it to you. Satan was rebuked. No, Satan. No, I skipped one. Satan, he puts things in the hearts of people. John 13, 2. This is the Last Supper. Okay, now this is one of the disciples. Hear me, hear me. During supper, Jesus was there. The disciples were there. When the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. That was Jesus. So, yeah, Satan can put things in our heart. And the only way that is done is if you step away from God, you step away from Jesus, you step away from the Holy Spirit, and you start listening to the stranger's voice. You know, the word says, I followed my shepherd, and in no stranger's voice will I follow. So, don't be afraid of that. Satan cannot put something in your heart if you don't want it there. Do not be afraid. This is to strengthen you. So when Satan tries to tell you to give up on somebody, I'm not talking about abuse now. I'm talking just, um, <clears throat> you know, I can't get into it because that opens up so many other conversations. What I'm basically saying is Satan will try to put things in your heart He'll try to get you to go down roads. Just stay to the word. Just stay close to the Lord. There's nothing to be afraid of. It is very simple, actually, to not allow Satan to put anything in your heart. Satan was... Re See, the reason why Judas... The reason why that was able to happen to Judas is because Judas was truly not for the Lord Jesus Christ at the time. He, he wasn't, if you will, sold out to the master. Okay, so he was, he had one foot in and one foot out kind of thing. So, okay, Satan steals the word. Satan's a thief. We know that. But let's see what this has to say. Satan steals the word. Oh, I'm already there. No, no, I'm not. Let me turn this. Satan steals the word. Where am I? Mark 4, 15. Where is my Mark 4.15? Oh, there it is. What's it doing way over there? Okay. <clears throat> Satan steals the word. And these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. This is Jesus, one of his parables. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. I'm going to read it again. Mark 4.15. Satan steals the word. Mark 4.15, and these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes the word that is sown in them. And the reason why Satan does that, because he doesn't want it to sit in there and he doesn't want it to grow. Satan is crafty. Yes, extremely crafty. Genesis 3, 1 through 5. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field. And the Lord God had made. Let me start over. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, 
Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like a God. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. So what Satan does is he's so crafty that he went in and talked to Eve and he took the word of what God said to Eve, to Eve or to Adam and meaning he was listening to that conversation. Remember, he, he seeks and he schemes and um, he walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour while he was listening to that conversation, came back to Eve, used the conversation but twisted it and then she listened to him and then she sinned. So Satan is very, very crafty. He took, he took the entire blessing that God gave to Adam and Eve through being crafty away. Satan walks the earth. Yes, Satan walks the earth. Job 1, 6 through 7. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. The Lord said to Satan, From where have you come? And Satan answered the Lord, the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. Okay, Satan walks the earth. Satan, the oppressor, Acts 10.38. Where is my Acts 10.38? I think it's here. Hmm. I might have to look that one up. Acts 10.38. Yeah, let me look that one up real quick. Acts, where are you? Acts 10.38. Here we go. Okay. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with them. Who's the oppressor? Satan's the oppressor. We have gone on for 30 minutes. But I think it is crystal clear. We are closing with this. <clears throat> God is a spirit. Satan was created. God is one. and But he exists as three persons. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Satan's authority is limited to the sovereign God who rules. God is um, without equal. Satan wants to be God. God exists everywhere. He's omnipresent. Satan is the ruler of this world only for the ones that don't know. God knows everything. Satan is the prince of the power of the air for the ones that don't know. God has all power and authority. Satan is the ruler of darkness. God is eternal. Satan is the prince of demons. God is unchangeable. Satan holds the power of death. God is holy. Satan is the author of sin. God is loving. Satan's our accuser. God is truthful. Satan's our tempter. God is just. Satan's our deceiver. God is compassionate. Satan's the father of all lies. God is grace. Satan is the thief of the truth. God judges sin but also forgives. The reality of Satan is... For those who will believe all his lies. And I have all scripture to back that. But I'm not going to get into it. <clears throat> Snare the fowler. Satan is real. 
Do not be afraid. When you are a believer and you have all authority over heaven and earth and in the earth, over your life and your families, you pray, you ask, in the name of Jesus Christ, go to your Father. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, He resides in you. He guides you. He's the comforter. He's the teacher. He is the deliverer. The Holy Spirit is the truth. He will reveal all things to come. He will protect. He will lead. He will bless. He will heal. He's in there with the fruit of the Spirit. It's up to us to draw it out, to surrender to the Holy Spirit. As you surrender, then the, the, the um, fruit of the Spirit gets stronger. If you follow his voice, you will not walk into the snare of the fowler. But if you play with this thing, it is, it is almost undeniable that you will end up in a snare just like Adam and Eve did. They had everything, but they didn't follow the voice of their father. But we have the blood of Jesus Christ. We are saved and we are blessed. So I encourage you to surrender to the Lord daily. Just give him your life. Your, it is, there's just nothing but good that comes with that. You can't, over, you can't overdose on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the only thing you may, may get too much of is laughter and joy and peace. And I mean, come on, we all need that. So with that, if you'd like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, just say this with me. Close your eyes and bow your, bow your head. Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent of my sins. I want to turn my life around. I ask Jesus to come into my heart. Do something with my life. And I thank you. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer, you can go to riversgateway.com and send me a little message through the prayer box, any kind of message, and we'll get to you to a um, church if you need prayer, if you need counsel. We'll help you out. Um, so God bless. It's been so, I hope you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. That just made me happy. <laughs> See ya.